Carol Ofori, yeah. East Coast Radio. Consumer Watch with Wendy Nola. Good morning, Wendy Nola. How do you do? Hello, Carol. I'm just peachy. How are you? Uh, couldn't complain. Always wanting to solve another consumer mystery. <laughs> <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it. First letter in. Morning, Wendy. I bought a cell phone less than a month ago from one of our local retailers here. It's one of the big corporations. About two weeks later, a developer did spot on the screen. And as we walked out to take it back to get repaired, uh, my husband accidentally dropped, fell over a brick and he cracked the screen. Now, they refusing to repair it. After I said I will pay for damages, they still refusing. And it's a make that we can't get any space for it. What is my rights regarding this? Thank you, Wendy. Oh, sounds very complicated, Wendy. How do we solve this? Well, first of all, I'd love to know which uh, make of phone doesn't come with any parts, because that doesn't sound right. It certainly would be one to avoid if you ask me. The second thing is that something breaks, as we keep saying, within six months of purchase, it falls under the magical Consumer Protection Act warranty, right? Which means that you technically have the right to a replacement, um, a refund or a repair, and you get to choose. But with cell cell phones, things get quite tricky. So I often get complaints where people have a genuine thing go wrong with their phone, such as, I think she said it was a dead spot on the screen or it won't charge anymore or whatever. They take it into the cell phone shop and they get told, oh no, no, Samsung or whatever the make is won't accept this because there is um, a a chip in the phone or a a tiny crack in the screen or something like that. So I've I've raised this with the Consumer Goods and Services Ombud. She says quite rightly in terms of the CPA, um, I won't go into the technicals, but essentially um, a supplier can't um, refuse to take responsibility within those, that six-month period for a problem, a defect, because of an unrelated cos- cosmetic blemish, right? But they do anyway. It's a part of what they call their... Uh, I can't remember what it's... It, it's, um, it's a manufacturer limited warranty. That's right, the MLW. And um, if the fact is, and, and the networks say they can't do anything about it because they have to fall under this MLW rule. And in terms of which... If there are any blemishes on the phone, any, any cracks, etc., um, liquid damage, dents, um, they just won't repair it. I did take this up with Samsung when I had a case of a guy who had a, a charging issue and there was a bit of a crack on the, on the um, screen and they refused to take responsibility. They did in the end take some responsibility, but they say that it, sometimes it's not unrelated. Sometimes that, that impact that caused that crack or whatever actually caused the problem. Now, in our caller's case, obviously, the, according to them, um, we have no reason to doubt them, the, the dead screen spot, whatever issue, preceded the poor guys tripping on the way out of the house and uh, causing the crack. So, but how do you prove these things? Now it becomes a real, real issue. All I can just suggest is that the caller's listening, that you email me and I'll have a bash because I do I have investigated this issue before and maybe we could get some help from, from you. But my apologies. And to anyone there who's out there who's got a cracked screen, please just get it replaced because should something technical, unrelated go wrong with the phone, you're going to run into the cracked cracked screen issue and I don't think you're going to hit a brick wall. So forget, get that screen replaced now. Love it. Okay, let's check uh, the next one we have. Hi, Wendy. I've got a, it's a Queenie bill-related question. Last month I received a bill that was double what my bill usually is, 
um, my bill includes rates, lights and water. So granted, they said, well, it, the bill shows that a reading hadn't been done for a while, but they've obviously estimated, estimated, estimated. Now, I do not have double that money in order to pay it. So what I want to know is if I go to the council and I make an arrangement to pay what I usually pay, would they let me make an arrangement to pay it off? What is the situation with that? I really do have an arrangement in place from a water leak from five years ago, but that is, I think there's like two months left of that and then it's done. Mm, what do we do there, Wendy? Yo, high grade questions this week, Carol. Um, first of all, just hearing her talk about a water leak, Seguidi does offer water loss insurance and still have to pay something in, but um, seriously, uh, I would, it, it's really little amount. If you don't already have it, get hold of the municipality, get that added to your um, water account. Um, yes, this is a tricky one because of the, the fact that uh, the council doesn't read the beta every month. It's, I think it's every three, every four. It depends um, on the current state of affairs during COVID. They didn't read it for about nine months. And I was, I was a uh, yeah, long story, but I ended up paying and paying and paying too much for many, many months because of one high bill that they then based all the uh, other bills on during COVID when they weren't reading the meter. I would say she's asking me what would they do. I, I think phone the municipality yourself and find out is a, is a the way to go. I get that we don't, you know, bill shock is a hell of a thing and we don't have this mud lying around, especially now to just be able to pay and fight later so um, I would suggest well number one get hold of the municipality number two if, if you don't do that certainly don't pay nothing pay what you paid last month while you attempt to sort this out and don't go into arrears that is the absolute worst to do um, don't just use this unusually high bill as a reason not to pay anything and the other thing I would suggest for everybody is to actually Submit your own readings with a photograph of your meter to the municipality every month. Get into the habit. You go on, you register on e-services. You can Google it. It's very easy to find. You link your Metro bill account number, and then every month, five days, at least five days before your billing date, you upload your electricity and your water meter readings. You take a picture, and it's easy peasy once you've registered. And then, should there be any disputes, um, you what? you know, every month's reading there so that you can make your case easily. So don't just ignore your meters, let the meter readers get on with it and, and, and just wait for the bill to arrive. Take charge of it. There is this system in place. They will still come and read your meter, but submitting it yourself, you have your own proof of what the readings were every month. So please um, just uh, do that. It really is um, a very good idea. Uh, to take control take control of your own readings. Lovely. Thanks, Wendy. Stay on the line with us. We've got some more coming. All right, Wendy, we have another scenario I'm going to throw at you. Here we go. Hi, guys. I just want to let you guys know that in terms of the Etiquini bill, water loss insurance is actually not covered by Etiquini if your leak is not underground. I had a similar problem where my leak was inside the wall behind tiles, but they refused to pay the insurance because it's not underground. What is my um, legal uh, right in in these terms? Can you assist? Can you assist, Wendy? Yo, even higher grade. Yes, thank you for the clarification. That's correct. It is about underground leaks because those are the ones that are almost impossible to, well, they're impossible to, to know about and so that the, those bills can climb quite substantially. So all insurances are, have a right to their terms and conditions. You either accept or you don't um, and, and you know, take out the insurance or not. So in terms of this claim that falls outside of the water loss, loss insurance, there's really nothing 
I said, Vaz, other than uh, that's terribly bad luck, there is possibly some cover that you might investigate under your homeowner's insurance. So that's not what the insurance on your contents, but if you turned your house upside down, everything that was left of there that didn't fall out would be homeowner's insurance that if you bond your bank um, insists that you have. So that might be something worth exploring um, if, if you, um, you know, have a bonded property and you have that insurance in place and uh, yeah please let us know how you go with that. Lovely, got another scenario for you. Hi Wendy, the name is Bashni and I'm calling with regards to my episode. In short, got towed, had an accident, got towed, vehicle was towed away to a third party They held it for over a week in storage, and when I opened my eyes again, I had to pay 20,000 rands. For me, I just don't want this to happen to anyone, and I want to put the word out there, please be careful. When you have an accident, you are disorientated, but don't let anybody touch your vehicle. You're welcome to call me for more details. Thank you. So Wendy, what's the story there? When an accident happens and tow trucks, are they allowed to tow you in that disorientations phase? Like a lot of, I mean, you're so shocked and they're always the first people on the scene, the tow truck drivers. So you're overwhelmed, right? You're overwhelmed. Uh, This is a, this is a, I mean, I've done whole shows over the years on, on, on East Coast, on on Super Watch about this. Memorably, we once had some very burly looking tow truck drivers arrive in the foyer and stare at us through the glass as we were <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, no, it's a thing. So in short, uh, yes, you are disoriented. Of all, because you're disoriented at the, at the scene of an accident right now, protect yourself, put numbers in your phone that you would need to phone if you had an accident. So if you aren't insured and, you know, uh, more than two-thirds of cars on the road aren't insured, you need to put a, a number of a, of a tow truck organization in there um, so that you can phone them and ask for advice at the time. There are a number of them. Just Google uh, Towing Association. You'll see uh, two associations come up. If you are insured, you need to put your your insurance company's tow hotline or whatever they call it into your phone so that you can phone them. If you let somebody else trick you, sometimes they say, oh, we'll help you, Shane, poor thing. We'll call your insurer for you. Who are you with? Then they make the call to their mates and say, oh, yes, they've approved. Oldest con in the book with tow truck operators so you make that call yourself and they handle it from there so if you if you some other guys take your car um, they won't pay for it your insurance won't pay for that tow which could be expensive the other thing is you need to be in control of who's taking your car and where they're taking the car so on the form if you let someone take your car you need to state you need to look at where they're taking your car um, because what happens is they take the car as in this, our, our unfortunate caller's case it takes you four or five days to find the car by which stage they say okay it's the tow plus five days storage and security and everything else and, and 20,000 rand thank you very much and a lot of people actually lose their cars that way because every day that oh, unaffordable no amount gets even more unaffordable no it is such a thing Carol I feel so sorry about it so you need to protect yourself as I say, before you go in, pretend you pretend your car gets written off. You're fine, but the car's totaled. You're on the road. You're on your own. What would you do? So you so first of all, you get you phone someone to come and be with you because he's happened to my elderly mother, and thank goodness she's as fasty as I am, and so she shouldn't let them take a car. They said no, no, go go. You can't drive this car. I guess I can leave me alone. Go away. And she called someone to come to the scene to help her. So so call a friend and and be in control of that process you do not let anyone trick you into taking your car for you know that they're absolutely the right person and you know exactly where your 
is going and what that tow is going to cost um, because you get stuck into that storage fee story and you are, as we've just heard, in a whole lot of pain and financial trouble. Sounds awful. Sounds awful. Thank you so much. Wendy Nola will do this again next Thursday. We will do. Thanks, Carol. All righty. That's Wendy Nola with uh, Consumer Watch. If you'd like Wendy to assist you with anything consumer-related, drop us a voice note 061-792-9495 and we'll be sure to put it to Wendy same time next week. Carol Ofori, weekdays 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. East Coast Radio.